A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Kate Fakaronga Mai Kweki Tortato El Horihori, He Hotaka E Panaki, a Papa Tuanuku, Tangaroa, Meirangi Nui. This is Our Changing World on RNZ National, and now a little-known risk factor for heart disease. Most of us have heard of good and bad cholesterol and know that bad cholesterol is a risk factor in cardiovascular disease. But there's another less well-known risk factor that increases the risk of heart disease in more than 20% of the population. It's genetically determined, doesn't respond to diet or exercise, and there is currently no treatment. The University of Otago's Sally McCormick tells Alison about her research into lipoprotein little a and how understanding it might lead to the development of new drugs. So fats don't occur freely in the blood. So the likes of your cholesterol, the other fats like triacylglycerol is another fat, they are actually packaged into specialised molecules. They don't float around freely in the blood. Uh, and these molecules are called lipoproteins and that's because they are a complex of the lipids so the cholesterol and triglycerol, and proteins. And it's the proteins are really important for delivering these fats to various tissues, the liver, for example. And there are specific, what we call receptors, but you can think of them as gatekeepers, that actually lock on to these lipid particles, lipoprotein particles, and actually bring them in to the liver. Uh, and we're interested in, in studying that part where we want to know exactly what receptors are involved in bringing these lipids into to the liver and then the downstream fate of the lipids once they come into the liver. And these have consequences for heart diseases in the same way cholesterol does? Yes, so when you get your uh, lipid levels measured, you get your GP orders a lipid test, what that is actually measuring is the fats contained in these lipoproteins. So the cholesterol and the triacylglycerol readings that you get are actually fats that are contained in these specialised particles which are required to keep the fats soluble, because they're pretty insoluble fats, Um, and the proteins on the outside of these particles aid in keeping these fats soluble. And there are different types of lipoprotein particles. There's one in particular called what we call an LDL, uh, and that stands for low-density lipoprotein. It's just, it's just one of the lipoproteins in, in the blood. And that one is not a well-known risk factor for heart disease. So if you have high levels of it, um, you're going to be at a higher risk of developing um, atherosclerosis and uh, heart disease. Uh, and if there's a low-density one, is there a high-density one? There is a high-density one, yes. And it actually is opposite. It's good to have high levels of the HDL one. It's known as good cholesterol. And it has been shown that it protects the arteries against build-up of fats and development of, of atherosclerosis. So it's really important to know what your fat levels are, but it's also important to know which lipoproteins those fats are contained in. Uh, now there's another uh, lipoprotein which is not so commonly measured, and it's a, a very related to LDL, so it's very related to the bad cholesterol, and it's called lipoprotein little a. Very similar to LDL in that it is also a risk factor, but it has enough differences such that it it follows a different 
metabolic fate, a different uptake pathway, and that's what we've been trying to study and find out so that we know more about its uptake so we can have more information to try and manipulate its levels because elevated levels of it are a, a very important risk factor for heart disease. Most um, people will, be, will have heard of the statin drugs, which are used for treating high cholesterol levels. Well, those drugs are actually targeted at the receptor or gatekeeper for LDL. And so in studying the LDL uptake pathway, which was done many, many years ago, um, actually the subject of a Nobel Prize in 1985, finding out the exact receptor involved in taking up LDL led to the discovery of the statin drugs which actually target that receptor um, and are widely used to lower LDL cholesterol. And so I guess in some ways we're trying to apply that same kind of approach to this new, newer, newer lipoprotein, um, trying to find out how it's taken up by the liver so we can then uh, try and develop something to target it because currently there is actually no therapy for or no drug available to specifically lower this particular lipoprotein. And the statins don't have any effect on it, obviously. Interestingly, they don't. And you would expect them to because... Uh, LPLA is very, very similar to LDL. In fact, the only difference is it has an extra large protein on it. Um, but my, all of, almost all of the trials that have looked at this um, that show statins lower LDL have shown that statins don't have any effect on lipoprotein little a levels. So they can't be used to effectively lower it. What's the prevalence in the population? You say it's genetically determined? What proportion of the population has it? We've done some studies here at Otago where we've measured uh, lipoprotein little a levels in the local population. We find that about 10% of people have basically undetectable levels, and we think that's a genetic thing. And about 25% of people have elevated levels that are, are a risk factor for heart disease. Does diet have any impact on your levels of lipoprotein little a? Unfortunately not, no. Uh, it's quite resistant to dietary intervention. The only thing that really controls it is your genes. So it's very genetically inherited. So lifestyle changes uh, as you know, what you eat, how much you exercise, whether you smoke or not, whether you drink or not, don't appear to affect, to affect lipoprotein little a levels very much. Bummer. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that is really. So that's very different to the other lipoproteins in your blood. So the LDL cholesterol you can lower by um, reducing the, you know, the amount of fat, saturated fat in your diet. HDL or the good cholesterol, it's well known that exercise increases the, the good cholesterol fraction. Really it's a difficult one to manipulate and so that's why we're really trying to work out how we can manipulate it and we hope to find out exactly how it's taken up and processed and then we can have more knowledge to develop something. So how do you go about studying it? We have a, a population study where we've been measuring the actual levels, looking at the uptake of the lipoprotein delay in liver, in liver, we've been using cell culture studies of liver cells and we've been isolating the actual lipoprotein particle from, from blood, from people, uh, where we've, we've not measured their level and we tend to use people with high, the higher levels because we can get more of it. And then we've been exposing cells or treating cells with uh, purified lipoprotein little a 
and tracking the uptake in the liver cells with various methods. And then we've also been doing some genetic studies. There's one gene in particular that is known to control the levels. Um, it's the gene that codes for the actual protein. We call it the LPLA gene. And looking for variations that might uh, affect levels. And Monica, you're working on this for your PhD. Yeah. What angle so are you coming at it from? It was back in, I think, 2000 when people started finding that, okay, it does go to liver because liver is the main organ in the body where every protein needs to get catabolized. And specifically when we talk about cholesterols, they go into liver, they get hydrolyzed, hydrolyzed in the sense they get broken down into smaller particles and that's how they get eradicated from the body. So every cholesterol does go to liver. So people came to know that, okay, lipoprotein A also goes to the liver. So we knew that liver might be the easy target for us to start that how this mechanism is taking place. So we start with cellular models. So these are like uh, liver cells. The, those were originally derived from humans only. So we kind of simulate all the condition that happens in our body. So we put treat them with lipoprotein A. And then we first of all wanted to see that if we uh, take the analogy of a city, like if the whole waste disposal need to get dumped to a particular space, so the same way in a cell, some protein needs to get into the disposal system, and that disposal system is lysosomes, where most of the cholesterol molecule goes and get broken down. So we first wanted to see whether this lipoprotein A has something to do with directly the waste disposal of the cell. So we wanted to see whether it goes directly there. So we started tracking the same kind of organelle because in the cell, those uh, different, different parts, we call them as organelles. So if they go directly to lysosome, so we can probably increase something in the cell so as to increase their degradation in the body. Interestingly, we found that unlike LDL that Sally just discussed, uh, it doesn't go to lysosome. It doesn't get broken down by lysosome. Probably that's the reason that until now there has been very less success with all the drugs. Then the question to us was like, what, what is it? If it doesn't go to the main disposal system, then where does it go? And we happened to found that the extra protein, which is different from that of the LDL, it it does not go to lysosome and it goes to some other part of the cell which is Golgi body and they come out instead of going uh, into the cell and getting broken down they come out of the cell again and this means that this protein is again available inside the plasma for some unknown function that we are not sure of yet. So we have just trying to find that okay it is not going to lysosome that might be the reason that there hasn't been no drug. But then we wanted to see that if this uh, protein which has again come out of the cell, is it really going somewhere else for the degradation? So that's another very interesting question that we would like to answer. And of course we are looking at some receptors so that at least if this extra free protein might not be doing anything in the body. So if at least we can regulate their uptake inside the, inside the liver, we can probably start looking for the drug targets. So what are the implications for this, for possibly finding a drug to treat it? Well, if we can identify the receptor, or receptors, might be more than one, then we can go about manipulating the level, the expression level of that receptor on the surface of the liver cells. 
So for example, if we, we can upregulate the expression of that receptor, then that will mean that it is available to bring in more of the LPLA in from the blood into the liver and therefore lower blood levels. And so uh, effectively, uh, if we can understand that receptor pathway further, then we will have a target to, tr to try and manipulate um, so that we can develop a drug that specifically lowers this particular lipoprotein. That was Sally McCormick from the Department of Biochemistry at the University of Otago. We also heard from PhD student Monica Sharma. That's all for now. For more, check us out on the web. rnz.co.nz slash Our Changing World. Matewa.